Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. Hopefully, you're having a good week. It's another Thursday, and uh, I'm excited. I'm getting a week closer to playing some golf in my league. The weather outside right now is absolutely beautiful. I should be playing golf today, but I'm working. Uh, i got to find a way to sneak out and uh, and go play, but I'll get there. And uh, I'm excited to get on the course, excited to get on some grass, and i got a ton of wedges uh, to test out. Uh, that I can't wait to do. But before we get into today's episode, just want to let you know this episode brought to you by Titleist and the new Titleist Pro V1 and Pro V1X. For the best in the world, the goal is to improve every day. Same goes for all of us dedicated to this game, and it starts with choosing a golf ball you can trust. The Titleist Pro V1 and Pro V1X have set the standard for performance, and how and now they just got better again. Both models are engineered with high-gradient core technology that delivers lower long-game spin for more distance and more consistent ball flight. And of course, you can expect that trusted drop-and-stop greenside control that, that is so important to shooting lower scores. Pro V1 is the best combination of distance, spin, and feel in the game and delivers a penetrating ball flight, where Pro V1X flies higher, spins more in the short game, while still giving you low spin on longer shots to maximize your distance. Outperform your best. Learn more about the new Pro V1 and Pro V1X at Titleist.com. There it is. I'm excited. I'm going to have a new Pro V1 out, Pro V1X out uh, next week, Thursday. <clears throat> next week's show, uh, when you're here in the morning, that day, first day of Men's League 2023. Uh, I know I've got some DMs from some people who are excited to uh, get deep into uh, into, into a Men's League, and I know I'm, I'm maybe not, you know, Club pro guy in terms of Thursday Night League, uh, probably not as entertaining as he is, but I'm excited. And there's always a little bit of, I guess, drama or whatever in terms of listening to how poorly uh, I've shot and then also what I was playing that week. Because every week it's different. <clears throat> every single week I go in with something different in the bag. And it's just the, the way it is. It's the fun part of the, the, the week. And the downside is there's only like one guy, uh, like Jay, who actually cares uh, if there's anything new in my bag. Everybody else is just kind of like whatever. It's either expected uh, or people just aren't uh, as big into equipment as I am. So when I show up with the uh, new stuff, it does. Uh, it, it just kind of goes. It just flies under the radar, other than like one guy in the league. But excited to do that. Uh, I got tons of stuff. Like, like I said in the first part of the show, I've got a bunch of wedges. Uh, to try it, to test out, and I've, I've had them, and it, you know, hitting off a mat on a range is just not, it just doesn't do, you know, it just doesn't justify wedges, you got to get out and play them, and hit some different shots, hit them out of the, you know, different lies, you know, bunkers, whatever, so I've got, I've got a good amount, I've got <clears throat> the new Adele P-Grind, uh, their SMS uh, wedge with the P-Grind, I've got RTX-6s, uh, the Callaway, uh, uh, what is it, Jaws Folto, um, I've got what else do I got up there? I feel like there's one other I'm missing, but I've got a couple, a uh, couple wedges to hit. Oh, the the Mizuno ES, uh, not ES, uh, the Mizuno S23s have those to hit. A lot of a lot of wedges, and I'll be uh, taking a bunch out and seeing how they perform. And I'm excited about that. And then still got a bunch of drivers, a bunch of woods. It's just. Um, you know, just just finding the time to hit everything. But I'm gonna have a lot more time coming up now that it's getting nicer. It's this this week has been awesome. Uh, next week isn't supposed to be quite as nice uh, as this week. This week is, I mean, yesterday I think was almost 80. Today I think it's gonna be like 75. Um, or today's gonna be 80. And then 70s through uh, basically the weekend, 
and then uh, Monday drops down. But Thursday is supposed to be 62 and uh, partly cloudy, or, you know, partly sunny, however you want to look at it. But 62 is pretty good. I'll take a 62 night walking with the old push cart, playing, uh, you know, playing some golf. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Today's show, um, yeah, I don't think I've done a whole lot of, well, before the end of the reviews today, today, I haven't done a ton of tinkering lately. Um, I did, I did rebuild up, uh, my Seymour H5, uh, that I have, or, or M5, I'm sorry, uh, the M5, uh, that putter, I had that, I kind of had the buddy this, so I had that putter, uh, I gave it to my daughter, because I was building her a set, and I built it up, and then as soon as I built it up, I kind of was, uh, I was, I, I, I always saw it in her, in her, you know, we would go up and maybe hit a few putts, whatever, and, I kind of was recently just, I was like, I kept seeing it and I was like, I kind of want it back. So, <laughs> so I took it back. Um, yeah, it's an, an M5HT, uh, Seymour M5HT is, uh, is what it was, the head. And I had a, a, a short, uh, little graphite iron shaft that I cut down and sanded the tip and all that and got it to fit. And then I just kind of was like, man, I want that putter head back. I want to, you know, I want to try it again and mess it. I haven't putted with it in a while. I reviewed it on this show a while ago you know, when I first got it. And so I switched it out and I gave her, I had a PXG 0211 Clydesdale head that I wasn't going to use. So I pulled the shaft, put the put the shaft in the Clydesdale head, put the head cover back on and put it uh, up near her toy box. So I don't know if she's noticed yet. We'll see. She definitely will notice. She is one of those kids who just notices everything. So she will notice. It'll be interesting to see her uh, reaction. But I, I did build up the, uh, um, the Seymour and I put in a stability tour shaft that I had laying around that was already kind of cut down, already had a Lampkin a deep edge cord grip on it. So I put that in and yeah, we'll give it a run. I was putting with it in the basement a little bit and it feels good. Actually, I mean, it is a really good feeling putter. I mean, the milling on it is really solid. Seymour is pretty underrated when it comes to milled putters. <clears throat> so if you're looking for something, um, I always had a problem with them looking, uh, they've got a, a kind of a unique lineman aid where on the heel, there's two white lines, like a red dot or oval. And you basically line up either the shaft or the hosel, uh, depending on your model, to cover the red. And when the red's covered, you know it's lined up square. <clears throat> and for whatever reason, they always, no matter, every time it was lined up perfect, uh, when I looked down at it, it always looked like three degrees closed. Just, I don't know what it was. It was just always in my eye, in mind, you know, looked different. And uh, I think I was talking to one of the Seymour guys at one of the PGA shows years ago, and I think it's something with being, you know, more left eye dominant or something like that makes it look that way. Uh, but with the, this kind of H, the with this putter, it's got more of a kind of like the plumber's neck hosel on it, and it definitely looks more more square. I mean, it looks just a, a hair closed, but uh, nothing like it was uh, before with like either the straight shafts or some of the double bends. But it, it definitely looks better. But I was putting down here, and it's it's good, man. It feels it feels solid, and you know, I'll take it out and. Uh, it didn't necessarily, you know, make the gamer bag, uh, you know, when I had it, but we'll see. We'll put it back in. We'll, we'll 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 toss some putts at it and see what happens. But it felt good down here, and I'm excited to to give it a whirl along with a handful of other things that I've uh, that I've got to to hit. So wedges will be the big one coming these uh, few weeks. So I'll probably do shows where it's like you know a wood and a wedge. Uh, but we'll burn through some wedges. Still got some irons, uh, some stuff to to try out. So and then I'm building up. Can't talk about it yet. It doesn't come out till basically next week. Uh, I think early next week it comes out. I'm trying to look at the calendar what day it is. Um, we had a new product coming out, but yeah, next week, you know, next week Monday, so only a few more days. Uh, next week Monday, I've got uh, a club. I'm putting a shaft in it. The, the stock shaft is 
not what I was looking for, so we're building up uh, a club as well. So putting a shaft in there, and we'll we'll hit some clubs with that, or hit some balls with that. And yeah, that's about uh, all the tinkering I've got, and then it's just on to hit some stuff. So today, going to talk about uh, a couple hybrids. Hybrids, uh, I know I talked about uh, the Mizuno, uh, the SDZ last week, uh, one that I'm really uh, impressed with. And this week, we're going to get into Stealth 2. So Stealth 2, Stealth 2 Plus. We'll kind of rock, uh, talk about both these. Uh, I've been a big fan of the, the TaylorMade uh, hybrids from, for a while now. I think ever since the OG Sim came out, I was a big fan of the the looks and the shape. And uh, ended up being a, a really good hybrid. And, you know, the nice thing is TaylorMade hasn't really gone too far away from that uh, that recipe since since they started making those. A lot of the very similar looks, uh, performances, you know, just increment, incrementally uh, been, been going up. Uh, and, and the tailor smart about it. Don't, don't break it. It ain't broke. Don't break, or, you know, don't, or what is it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it uh, or, or whatever. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's definitely a, a good recipe. They, they've had some really good hybrids out. Uh, and it's interesting because they make three, they make the, the, the Stealth 2 Plus, the Stealth 2, and then the Stealth 2 HD. And on tour, you'll actually see, I feel like the most, the one you see the most is really just the standard Stealth 2. Uh, that head there, it seems like, is the one that uh, if you see it on tour, that's the one. And it seems like every year, in the beginning of the year, uh, you'll see you know a lot of the big name guys uh, you know testing these things, messing with them, uh, and and seeing if they go in the bag. So uh, the Stealth Two, uh, the standard, I, I do have to say, I, I like the shape. Uh, that was the one. I think it was one. Like I said, when, uh, when OJ Sim came out, that was the one that I kind of really liked the shape of. It's a little bit bigger. Uh, you know, but it doesn't sit super closed or anything like that. It doesn't have, you know, the the face progression doesn't go too far out in front of the shaft. Uh, just overall a, a really solid look. And coming into the Stealth 2, uh, they they basically kept that same that same DNA. Uh, it's now no longer chalk and black, and it's it's all black. But they did, uh, I believe they did go to a, a carbon crown in this bad boy, Uh at least if they didn't, they painted it to look like one. Um, I don't remember if they did actually go to the, the full full carbon crown on this, uh, but it does look like it, which is interesting. Uh, I, don't, I, I was sitting in the tech presentation. I just don't remember. I think it is carbon crown. When you tap on it, it sounds like carbon. Uh, so they've gone to the carbon crown. I think the stealth or the sim original sim was all steel still. Uh, but a good, really, really good look. Uh, uh, gloss black on the back. Matte finish up on the crown. Uh, where the, the the carbon meets the the steel uh, steel face, uh, it's got twist face, which is uh, it, it took I think I don't think the original sim had, and then it's also got this like silver line etched into the very top, uh, which Taylor made it said they did a bunch of research in the all black heads people weren't aligning them as well, so they put that little white line in there to help people align the head and it helped improve it. Uh, some people I know when you look at it will say like, oh, that's distracting. I, I almost forget it's there. It's just, it's one of those things that it's there. I don't even notice it. But uh, V-Steel Soul uh, for, for better turf interaction, uh, all that. And the, and the profile's a, a good shape. Uh, I, I like uh, the more rounded, uh, rounded look of this thing. It's a little bit bigger, especially when you put it down next to Stealth 2 Plus. Uh, it's a little bigger compared to a handful of hybrids out there. It's I don't want to call it a mini fairway wood look because it doesn't really look like a fairway wood, uh, but it is a decent sized uh, hybrid. Which again, 
like I tell you guys, I don't really mind that. I like like woods that are a little bit bigger that look a little larger because I feel like it gives me you know the confidence I don't have to hit it 100% on the screws every time. I can hit it a little bit off, still get away with some shots, and for the most part with the Stealth 2, you can. You can hit it kind of all over the face on this thing, and you can pretty much get away with some pretty poor swings and end up with some decent results. Uh, sound and feel on this thing's really good. I mean, uh, stainless steel, or uh, yeah, I think it's stainless steel. You get that, you know, that little ting, kind of what we all expect from hybrids. It's a good pitch. It's not too loud. Good ting to it. Uh, even on the miss hits, you still get that kind of similar sound. Uh, hitting a kind of low heel, you, it'll, it'll kind of start to turn into uh, a little more uh, of a of a kind of a thwack sound uh, as you as you move kind of further away from the face and lower on the face but anything kind of remotely close to center you get that nice ting that we all expect from you know stainless steel fairway woods hybrids uh, i remember even like the old drivers used to have that that nice little ting there that uh, that we all knew and loved forgiveness on it seems to be you know this one here really stable when you hit it off the toe hit it off the heel <clears throat> you know part of it having twist face the other part of it uh, just being a little larger those balls still get up still carry pretty well launch uh i would consider you know i don't want to say it's necessarily like high compared to say a seven wood uh, but it's it's definitely one of the higher ones uh probably one of the higher hybrids uh, i've hit uh, this year and i haven't hit a million i still got couple actually to hit looking up in my collection of uh, of clubs that i still have to hit i still have a few uh, that i need to get out there but definitely one of the the higher ones one of the easiest ones to launch um and again i haven't hit everything but this one is is pretty easy uh, if you're somebody who you know is putting this in the bag because you don't want to hit a, a three four five whatever iron it definitely is much easier to elevate than uh, the corresponding iron. Now they are long. I mean, I found that kind of going back uh, even you know a few generations, uh, hybrids matching them up with your iron set. It isn't necessarily a one to one ratio. And what I mean by that is <clears throat> your four iron doesn't necessarily mean there'll be a four hybrid. You really have to kind of go hit them and see what the gapping looks like, because the three hybrid for me <clears throat> goes probably farther than I could ever hit a three iron. <laughs> uh, I, I play the three, which is, you know, this is 19 degrees. I, I, I kind of shoot for right around that 20, 19, 20. Uh, it's kind of the spot for my, my, my kind of in between my five or my seven wood and my four iron, or I'm sorry, uh, in between my three wood and four iron. And, but not all the time, but so, so for mine, it does work out to be a three, but not everybody does. Um, I've had some four hybrids that were 21, 22, whatever degrees, similar to a four iron that just went way farther uh, on the course. So you kind of have to mess around and don't necessarily look at the number on the, on the, the club and say, oh, well, I, I have to have the four because my four iron is gone. It could be the five, depending on launch conditions and all that. It could be the five, you know, the five hybrid that you need. It could be the, you know, the six. It could be the three, whatever. When you go hit them, you know, you just got to hit them on a launch monitor, kind of see. And if you're somebody who's, you know, looking to buy a hybrid, I would say bring whatever your the club before it, you know, or or the club after it, the club before it. So for me, like I would bring in, you know, maybe my three wood and my four iron, hit balls, balls, and then see kind of which, you know, which hybrid fit me the best because. The numbers on the bottom now, like irons, lofts got a little stronger, heights have gone up, ball speed's gone up, everything. They just they go a little farther than old 
hybrids do. Uh, I remember my old uh, like Diablo tours and stuff like that, and they were great. They they went pretty far. These seem to go a little bit farther uh, and a little bit higher, and they're just a little easier to hit. So. The Stealth 2, the standard model, they make in a 3, which I, I was kind of shocked. I thought I, don't, I was kind of shocked they didn't make a 2, uh, for at least for retail. I don't know what they do for tour, but uh, 3, 19 degrees is the lowest loft they make. And then they go all the way down to a 7 iron at 31 degrees. So you can, it's got a wide range of, of hybrids that you can put in the bag. And again, find the right gap for you. And don't get focused solely on the number on the club because it's all about how do you hit it and what distance does it go, how high does it go, all that. Does it fit in the bag in the spot you need? It may not be the number that you think it might. So, again, I really like the shape of this. I think it looks really good. I just, uh, you know, I've, I've liked these ever since the, the sim models came out. I think TaylorMade's done a really good job, and I'm glad they haven't changed the shape uh, much at all. It's, uh, it's, it's just pretty classic to me, and it, it looks pretty good. And I think this is a shape that... This is a club you'll see in tour players bag all the way up to, you know, somebody who is uh, a high handicap who's kind of either just picking up the game or getting back into it or uh, just, uh, you know, just wants something easier to hit. So I think, you know, from a a, a 20 plus down to a, a tour player, this is a club that can be in their bag. Now, ball flight bias, I know that when you get down to the better players and I'm, I'm a long way away from a, a better player. But when you're getting to the better players, I know a lot of them are just fearful of anti-left. You know, does it go left? Pretty neutral. Uh, I do say compared to the the, the plus, the plus um, may be... Maybe a hair fade bias, uh, if you want to call it that. This is this is a little bit easier to turn over than the Stealth 2 Plus, but the standard Stealth 2 is is pretty straight. I, I expect it actually to be a little more draw to it when it got up in the air. Uh, it does, you know, fight a little bit of that that right if you're a person who slices the ball. Uh, it, it is easier to turn over and square it up and hit it straight. Now they do make an HD model uh, that's more draw bias. Uh, I didn't hit that one. I actually don't have that one. And usually that's okay because I, you know, as you guys know, I, I tend to hook everything. So I don't really need help uh, with, you know, a m- much more draw. Uh, but this is a pretty neutral ball flight. Uh, I mean, you can hit it left if you try uh, or if your, you know, swing flaws or swing mechanics like mine permit that. Uh, you can definitely get it to go left. But overall, it, it's pretty neutral. It, it wants to go pretty much straight. And when you hit a good solid shot, I think as long as, you, you know, you're matching up, you know, a shaft that's, you know, good for your swing and all that. I think, you know, this is a pretty neutral club. The, you know, if you go in there and, you know, you're a guy who swings, you know, a hybrid at 110 and, you know, you're hitting the stock stiff shaft, like, yeah, you're, you're probably going to see some left out of this thing. Uh, but if you get uh, something that matches up well with you, with your club head speed and your swing mechanics, I think it's pretty neutral. I don't think you have to really fear uh, the hybrid going left on you, uh, which is nice to have kind of two options uh, from TaylorMade that aren't going to go really left and then have a model that is out there for the person who, uh, you know, is looking to kind of, you know, help take away some of that right hand, uh, the right hand side of the course. So still too, I, I thought it was pretty neutral ball flight, easy to get up in the air, easy to launch, uh, pretty high. And, uh, I haven't got it out, you know, I, I haven't hit it like on the course. So, uh, but I've hit, you know, some of the older ones and usually turf interaction, especially off the fairway is phenomenal. Uh, and even out of the rough, you can hit this thing out of some pretty nasty conditions. Uh, maybe not the deepest, gnarliest uh, rough, but you can hit it out of majority of, uh, of roughs out there. It's, it, it gets down, uh, gets down to the ball, gets it up in the air and gets it out pretty darn easily. Uh, 
the the forgiveness side really good. The miss hits stay on line pretty well. You do notice a little bit of drop off, but the ball speed across the face is is, is pretty darn solid. Um, and just overall a, a really versatile uh, hybrid. I mean, I know some people will will chip with these bad boys and things like that. I don't really do a lot of that stuff. Uh, I feel like you know the courses around Michigan, the way we're set up is you know you get your green, your fringe, and then you get into kind of a heavier rough. And I just don't, you know, maybe if you were just in front of the green and, you know, you had just a little bit of, um, what do you call it? Just a little bit of fairway to jump over. I can see maybe doing it, but overall, I don't, I don't, I'd rarely ever chip with a, a hybrid. And every time I have, uh, it seems like the face is super hot and then I, you know, blast one through the green. So I, I don't really do that very often, but you can, uh, pretty versatile. I said the soul. Uh, the turf interaction on the on the previous ones are are really good. This sole looks to be very very similar, so I'm going to basically assume that uh, the turf interaction on this is going to be really good. Get you through most uh, just about anything, uh, even hit out of a fairway bunker, which I hate to do. I have had, I have unfortunately had to do it with uh, with hybrids before, but I hate doing it. Um, but again, overall shape everything. I think Dana did a great job with the Stealth Two. The Stealth Plus uh, is basically the more compact version, and it also has an adjustable hosel. So something that, I mean, I really love in hybrids, the the, uh, the hybrid having the adjustable hosel, being able to adjust the weight or the the loft, why all that is, is pretty good. I, I like that. To me, it just lets you dial in the hybrid better than, you know, than the uh, than, than the standard one, you know, you can if you can move the loft up and down a couple degrees, maybe change face angle a little bit, stuff like that. I think it definitely helps dial in the hybrid to to the player. And I've been a big fan of it. I'm glad that we're seeing more. I mean, you're seeing inter, you know adjustable hosels now from Callaway this year. I think on one of the um, on the Mizuno, on one of the um, one of the Tour Edge models. I think the E series, the E723, they've got it there. Um, but a handful, <clears throat> a handful of hybrids now have adjustable hosels, and I really like it. There's two reasons for me. One, it lets you kind of dial in the um, dial in the loft and, and kind of get the distances right, the gapping right. And then the other part too, it's easier to switch out shafts and try other shafts. So <laughs> for me, it's it's kind of a twofold thing. Uh, but overall, much more compact. Uh, when you look at the um, when you look at the Stealth 2 Plus, much more compact, much slimmer front to back, shorter heel to toe, much deeper face. Uh, everything about it is just a, a more compact looking hybrid. Um, the the deeper face is kind of nice if you're a person who hits it off the tee a lot. Uh, I, I think the face on the uh, on the standard one is still deep enough. I mean, if you look at it, it's still the Stealth 2, the regular Stealth 2. When you look at it, uh, it's a pretty deep face. It's shallow enough you can hit it off the turf, but uh, it's deep enough where if you tee it up a little bit, you're not going to be worried about getting under it, hitting high in the face, and you know, kind of hitting a high, you know, a, a high, less powerful shot. But the face on the Stealth Two Plus definitely a little bit deeper. <clears throat> so again, has twist face to it. Um, look on it, I think is really really good. Uh, I, I love these little compact little hybrids. Um, definitely not as, as stable and forgiving. I mean, this is built for a slightly better player, someone who's going to hit the center a little bit more, someone who wants to kind of work it more, kind of hit it to the right, you know, hit fades, hit draws, things like that. Um, so is it, you know, are you punished a little more for misses? Definitely. Uh, but I love the shape of it. It looks really good. Again, 
the amount of progression from leading edge into the hosel, it, it, there's not too much kind of onset there. Uh, and the, you know, kind of, I don't, I guess you could call it like kind of pear shape uh, of it is, is pretty solid. It's got an interesting little texture in the black paint uh, that is supposed to kind of look like carbon. I think it's all steel. There's no carbon on this head, but they've kind of given it a, or at least I don't think there's carbon on this head, <laughs> but they've given it kind of like a little texture, uh, which is interesting. Uh, it's interesting to look at. It's not distract or anything once you you know are out on the course and you're playing. You just don't focus, or at least for me, I just don't focus that far back. But it is interesting to see there's this little like you know carbon texture uh, on it to give it just a, a different look. Which when I was out of the kingdom and first saw it, I didn't remember didn't remember seeing that. So maybe I saw a prototype that was smooth, but the, these here now they do have the the kind of textured back, which is interesting. Uh, single movable or single interchangeable weight on the sole, more more for swing weight purposes, and then both of them also have you know the speed pocket behind the face. So <clears throat> a lot of tech into this one. Same thing, sound and feels really good. It, it's a it, it's still got that same that same ting to it. It's maybe just a hair lower pitched. Uh, then the standard Stealth 2, the the Plus model is just maybe a hair more muted, a hair more lower pitched uh, on, on center shots. Again, really responsive as, you, as your shots kind of move out, away from, you know, out on the toe, down in the heel. You still get that good sound and ting, um, but you do notice that it, it does change, uh, change volume, change wavelength change uh you know the the pitch as you move which is good because you know if you missed it or didn't or you know, miss center you didn't again lower heel uh kind of gets down to a lower pitch kind of thwacky type of sound when you miss it down there overall really good sound and feel um i, I think most hybrids it's it's pretty easy i think you know drivers when you have so much real estate and so much open space inside the head is where you get into you know where sound and feel really changes uh, on hybrids i think it's, they're so compact they're so small that you know pretty much they're, they're all going to sound pretty darn good and, and have a good feel to them but this one here uh i like the sound i like I said a little bit lower uh pitch than the standard one not a ton uh, you know, it's probably something if you're going to notice more indoors in like a dome than you are or simulator than you are outdoors so much, but, uh, good sound and feel to it. Um, and, and twi you know, the twist face on there. Now this, you're not going to get away with shots. like you do with the stealth too. When you miss it on the toe, miss it on the heel, when you hit it a little high in the face, whatever, you're going to notice the ball go offline a little faster, a little harder. Uh, you know, the ball's going to move to the right, move to the left. Um, it, it's just, it, it, it's a smaller club head. You're going to get penalized a little bit more. I don't think anybody's shocked by that. I think if you go in there, you pull both of these, you know the Stealth 2 Plus you're going to have to be a little more precise with, whereas the Stealth 2 you're going to be able to get away with some some some, some miss hits, uh, or at least get away with a little better. This thing still holds up pretty well. I mean, if you put a 3 iron, three iron in my hand and then you put this in my hand and had me hit shots into a green, uh, whether it's off the tee, whether it's you know off the turf, this is still going to let it you get away with much more than a three iron. Uh, just the ball speed on the face, especially if you hit it kind of low, you still get some carry. You still get the ball up in the air easier, much easier than uh, a three iron, in, in my opinion, at least for me, because I don't hit it super high. So I don't hit it high. So for me, three irons, four irons, two irons, I mean, those things, are I, I just don't elevate them. I can't hit them high enough. Uh, even when I strike it well, that ball is, is just not hitting a very high apex, and it's something that you're going to have to plan out you know, hit it well, let it hit the front of the green, release all the way to the back or whatever it's going to do. Where a hybrid, you're going to get a little softer, you know, landing and, you know, you get a little more firepower out of it too. These things here, I felt like, you know, with hybrids, I've carried either a hybrid of seven 
seven wood in the bag for a three iron now for I couldn't even tell you how long the last time I had a three iron was it was forever ago and it's just nice having a little bit more or or having a little more easy forgiveness at the top of the bag and that's kind of why I've put in uh, like the eye crossover and some of the utility stuff is my four iron too I like having those little th- thinner faces the the you know the little bit more distance at that top end of the bag that I just don't I don't have it so I, I you know it's kind of nice to be able to have that shot that's 195 or you know something like that and know that you have a club that you can get there and it's not you know choking down on something that's longer and trying to kind of finesse it up and, and get it up there when you can just take a normal full swing and and hit the shot so um, the stealth 2 plus little more neutral. Uh, I think it's definitely a, a little bit harder to turn over. Uh, I'm not going to necessarily call it fade bias, but it definitely is, is, is harder to hit it left uh, than stealth too. I think it's noticeable. I mean, I notice people always ask me like, you know, do you notice a difference in forgiveness or do you notice a difference in this? Uh, I feel like, you know, if you're hitting these two side by side, you, you know, most people will probably notice that the stealth two plus will want to go straight to slightly fade a little bit more than the stealth two it's a little harder to turn over you're gonna have to make sure you know if you're somebody who who hits a little bit of a slice you're gonna have to make sure that you you square the club up that you release it um, because it, it's not going to give you pretty much any help turning it over and and getting it to go left um, like I said I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call it a, a fade machine or anything like that uh, but I think it's pretty darn neutral and it it, it doesn't really want to go left it want to stay it, it wants to stay uh, stay straight. Uh, and hit the ball uh, out there again. Adjustable hosel, so you can adjust lie angle a little bit. So lie angle on this thing is going to go anywhere from 57 to 60, so about three uh, degrees, which is uh, a, a good amount uh, compared to you know 60 degrees on the standard Stealth Two. So the you can go a little flatter uh, on this bad boy uh, as you change, uh, you know, as you you go through and change things. I played it basically in just the the stock. Uh, stock setting, the standard setting, as they call it, and we'll get into uh, a couple numbers because I did hit, I, I have been hitting these things a little bit, and I've also got the three woods that I got to talk about as well, um, but I just haven't had enough time with those yet. So, um, hitting these, uh, they're, they're they're pretty close. Um, you know, between the two, uh, the Stealth Two Plus, uh, Stealth Two yard, you know, carry wise, overall carry. Again, I don't take out all my bad shots. If I hit a hit one that's that's somewhat poor now, I mean, if I flat top it, I'm going to take that out. But if I just hit a shot that's less than perfect, it, they all stay in for the most part. If I top it or, you know, if I really, you know, get over the top and smother it so far left that I, it hits my ankle on the way out to the, uh, my left ankle on the way out to the range, yes, I'm going to delete that shot. But everything else I'm going to keep in there. I don't only hit perfect shots, which I think is nice. And also I'm doing it to kind of save face when I give yardages and all those things. So... <laughs> I am not a machine by any means. Uh, so between the two, two really similar uh, in terms of carry distance. Uh, the the Stealth Two Plus was was an overall an average carry of two hundred uh, yards, where the Stealth Two was two hundred three. Uh, so pretty close. Uh, you know, Stealth the the standard Stealth Two a little bit farther. Uh, you know, three yards. And 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 looking at when you're starting to hit, you know, shots, the best shots uh, were were actually pretty similar with these two. Uh, when you look at the best shots that were in the kind of the, the 212-ish type range, uh, you know, right around there, 210s to 212s were, were, were really struck well uh, for a carry distance. And that's about what I plan for this thing on the course. Uh, I, mean, there, I mean, I may pull it at like 
220 just to you know hit something up there that's going to be up short but i don't know it's, I, I know it's not going to go over but you know that that 210 ish range is uh to maybe 215 is on the course what i'm going to pull this thing for uh and my best shots like i said were right around 210 to 212 but i did have some shots you know as you miss it uh you know the the, the and i think like you know if you if you probably pulled two perfect shots they're probably very similar uh, but some of the the misses, you know, with the Stealth 2+, Plus, you, you did just lose a little bit. So some of those misses had a little less yardage to them than the standard Stealth 2, but pretty close. Uh, Spin-wise, uh, the Stealth 2+, Plus actually spun it a little more at, at 44.72 uh, and 41.99 for the Stealth 2. So about 300 RPM uh, difference for me uh, on these two. And a little bit of that, I think, uh, is, you know, when you look at the, kind of the perfect shots, uh, it got a little tighter. Um, but this one, the, the Stealth 2 Plus, I didn't have as much kind of draw to it. I didn't hit as many draws where I'm able to, you know, kind of turn the Stealth 2 over a little bit more. Uh, and I did have probably, you know, one or two more over-the-top shut face, you know, hit it left shots, uh, which come out like bullets in their low spin, uh, where the Stealth 2 Plus... Pretty much everything was a little bit straight and even hit a few more uh, that had some, you know, had a little bit more fade onto them. So perfect shots. I think that's, you know, 300 is probably pretty close, if not maybe a little bit tighter on exact perfect shots. But, uh, you know, the shot shaping, I think, had a little to do with uh, with some of the spin as well. Um, the nice thing, too, is, is both these, you know, the, the differenti- differentiation in spin between a, a miss hit and a center shot, uh, again, like the drivers, is really tight. Like, you don't see a huge jump in spin when you when you miss it, you know, on the low on the heel and then, you know, hit one high on the toe. Like, the spin number just doesn't go crazy. It really kind of stays uh, very even, and you don't see a, a wide range. Um, ball speed, pretty close on both. Uh, Stealth 2 Plus, 133.8. Uh, Stealth 2, 134.4. So pretty darn close, about half a mile an hour, uh, just about between the two. Uh, and again, I think, you know, it, the Stealth 2, a little bigger face, a little longer uh, from heel to toe. You get away with a little bit more there, and I think it holds a little bit better ball speed on, you know, on, on those miss hits. I think, again, if you look at the dead center shots, you know, the absolute perfect shots, that number's probably a little bit closer. Uh, they're probably very, very similar. But, like, you know, you get, you get away, you know, you have a little bit of a little wider margin of error uh, with the Stealth 2. Uh, clubhead speed uh, between the two, and actually I, I swung the, you know, pretty close, 94.6 uh, for the, the Stealth 2 Plus and 93.9 for the Stealth 2. Excuse me. So I actually swung it a little faster uh, with the 2 Plus, which is interesting uh, because the Stealth 2 Plus kind of actually feels a touch heavier to me. Uh, I didn't throw them on the swing, swing weight scale or anything like that, but um, the Stealth 2 Plus, just in terms of like, you know, when you set it down, it just it felt just a, a, a touch bit heavier. And I don't know if that's just because, you know, the look of it or whatever, but it just kind of felt a touch heavier. So it was, I was kind of surprised I, I swung it just, uh, you know, a little bit faster. And again, basically a half a mile an hour, nothing uh, too crazy. Uh, smash factor between the two, Stealth 2 Plus 141, Stealth 2 143. And I'm going to chalk that up again to little better miss hits with the Stealth 2. You know, when you when you do miss it, the speed doesn't drop off as quickly as it does with the Stealth 2 uh, Plus. And again, I don't think anybody would, dis- you know, I think anybody going into it is going to know, you know, you know I'm, I'm not saying that as a knock to the Stealth 2 Plus at all. It just, it, it requires a little bit more precision. And for the player who needs that kind of more neutral flight, you might be willing to give up a, a hair of that ball speed um, or hair of that smash factor to, 
uh, you know, to get that desired ball flight. So uh, launch angle between the two, uh, 12.6 for the two plus, uh, 13.5 for the two. So both both actually launched a little higher than the the Mizuno uh, I talked about last week, and and both were a little bit uh, a little bit higher launching for me. Um, I think you know for most players you're probably going to see the Stealth Two Plus probably launch flatter than you know the other two but for me uh both of them uh launching was a little bit higher and again i mean i think the mizuno was like 11.8 or something like that when i went back and looked so 12.6 for the plus uh and you know 13.5 for the for the standard two it was i mean it, 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 i don't want to say it was a crazy noticeable difference or anything but you could kind of notice that the uh, you know that the ball, the window, kind of the the window for the ball flight on the two was just a little bit higher. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy, crazy amount, uh, anything like that. I mean, but it was uh, a little bit higher. The I was I was kind of shocked that the the plus actually came out that high because the plus, you know, seeing you know those those really well struck shots come out kind of more penetrating, uh, you know, but on the flip side. Uh, you're able to kind of, you know, I don't hit it as, as much left, which typically those shots left come out a little lower and they don't rise up. They're a little low spin and you just don't hit many of those with the Stealth 2 Plus. So uh, pretty similar, uh, but like I said, just a slight bit higher with the Stealth 2 and then an apex height of 82 for the Plus and 87 for the 2. So pretty similar. I mean, five feet isn't a ton, ton of difference, but uh, a little bit of difference between the two. But the you know between the two of them, I I really liked them both. I mean I know if you like look at the numbers on paper, you like Stealth Two uh, would be the one that you would put in the bag, I, and and it's probably right. It's probably what I should. I, I love the shape, but there's just something about that two plus and uh, and ripping it off the tee that just appeals to me. So it, it's definitely not something that I'm just not going to pursue any further. Uh, we're definitely going to hit uh, hit both of these and and get them on the course and all that. They're they're both uh, both really really solid. Uh, if it, you know, so for me looking at it, if it's something where you know I was going to hit it more off the deck than off the tee, like if I'm you know playing a course that you know it's a little bit longer, I know the par fives or par fours or even you know some long par threes, whatever. Um, I probably go stealth two, the standard. And if it's a shorter course, something where I'm going to hit a lot more hybrids off the tee, I would probably go. Stealth 2 Plus. So I, I, I think there's a, you know, for my game at least, there's an argument to be made for for both of these heads. And I think for most people, you know, you know who aren't going to have both and, and aren't going to have this, you know, large collection of, uh, of of stuff to just go hit whenever they want and everything, um, I, I think there's a case to be made for both. I think that, you know, depending on the player you are, I think one of these will fit your game, you know, a little bit better than the other. Uh, and if you're a total club junkie and you just have them both, and depending on the courses you play, you put one or the other. <laughs> but it's it, you know both really solid. I think again, tailor made. You know, if you're comparing them to stealth, uh, I didn't really hit the stealths on you know launch monitors or anything like that. Um, if you compare them, I, I bet they're pretty similar. But I think again, tailor made did a really good job of not breaking something that wasn't broken. You know, you don't have to throw a whole big redesign out there. These are great. You know, the stealth ones were great. Uh, you know, in terms of shape and performance and all that, just slightly improve them. And again, I think Taylor May did a good job, but uh, you know, not breaking what was so good before. But uh, yeah, the Stealth Two, like I said, both these are are you know, we'll get them on the course. I got to see if one or one of the other could uh, potentially make the bag. It's just a hard thing. Like you know, I, I like the Seven Wood so much that how the hybrid is kind of you know, do I put it in the bag? But 
I think I, I spoke like last week or the week before or something like the more I talk about it, the more hybrid kind of makes sense for, for how I use it. I just don't, I don't hit them into the greens that often. Uh, at the two courses I play the most at, I just don't hit a lot of balls into the green from, you know, 215 ish, something like that. I mean, it's really, it's either much shorter um, than that, or on, you know, the par five uh, at St. Clair Shores, there's a par five that it's going to be three wood. Uh, if I hit a good drive, it's going to be three wood. Uh, and even that, it really depends because, I mean, the whole left side's an OB. Uh, and then uh, at Bella Vista, I mean, the par five's there. The, the, the number three, if you absolutely bomb a drive, you could maybe get a hybrid there. Maybe it's a little downwind. <clears throat> you can get hybrid from the bottom of the valley up into the green. I think I've done it, you know, a couple times as a, as a slightly younger lad. And then the other par five, uh, it's it's basically a three-wood shot, uh, and you got to carry all water, everything. So it's, you know, you kind of look at uh, some of the par fives, and it's just it's not, not clubs that I would hit a seven-wood into the green. So... We'll see. We might uh, do a little more hybrid action uh, this year. But those are the Stealth 2, Stealth 2, Stealth 2 Plus. Uh, if you go to TaylorMadeGolf.com, you can check out all the specs uh, and everything. I think I've read to say that the, the Stealth 2 Plus only making 2, 3, and 4. So they do make a 17, a 19, and a 19 and a half, and a 22, again, adjustable. So I think with a 2-degree sleeve, you can get that. <laughs> this the, uh, the the loft on the, the 17, I think you can get down to almost a 15, which would be kind of crazy. But if it, you know, the gapping, that's what you need, hey, go for it. But uh, go to TaylorMadeGolf.com, check out all the specs on the Stealth 2 Plus and the Stealth 2. Both really solid hybrids. I, I like them both. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hit them on the course and see kind of where they go. Uh, from here so anyway it's all i've got uh i'm gonna try to do my q a today so if you don't follow me on instagram please do at club junkie pod every wednesday and thursday or thursday i try to do a little q a session where i answer your questions always a lot of fun love chatting chatting golf with you guys and stuff like that and i promise i will will try not to ever say just go get fit and not answer the questions so Anyway, hopefully you guys have a great week. Uh, like if you're following, you know, wherever you're following, listening to this, whatever, if you could like, subscribe, do whatever, truly appreciate it. It just helps the whole al- algorithm and helps uh, the show grow and all that jazz. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, all that as well. Again, truly, truly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, like I said, if you want to follow me on uh, Instagram at Club Junkie Pod. But that's all I've got today or this week. Hopefully you guys have a good one. I, uh, man, I really want to get out and play some golf. We'll see. We'll see what I can do. So anyway, hopefully you guys have a great week. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk next week.